Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year begins in the start of the new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to your show. Support your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that does not mean that you can't watch basketball from your couch and style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring listeners 75% off select items. Yes, you heard it right. Go to podgo.co forward slash NBA for up to 75% on select items from the NBA store. The NBA is where amazing happens. What's good, everybody, man? Welcome to another episode of the Back Row Redskins Show, man. Let's get it, man. Got a great show lined up for you guys tonight. Hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to talk the game versus the Eagles. We're going to talk the game versus the um, versus the Bucks, And we're going to just flow with this episode. There's no order to this episode. We're going to flow, and whatever that comes out, comes out. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's go. The Washington football team defeat the Eagles 20 to 14. So the Washington football team finished their season with a nine and seven record, man. And uh, you know, Alex Smith didn't play great. Um, but he did enough to help us win. Um, but man, pretty much I'm gonna go through the good, the bad, and the ugly of this game. Did we really deserve to win this game? So, first of all, the Eagles benched everybody, right? Eagles benched everybody in their squad, right? So we're already playing an undermanned Eagles team. Next thing you know, you know, the Eagles ended up benching Jalen Hurts when the game was close, when, you know, they could have literally won the game. But you look at it this way. Remember last year when the Washington football team played the Giants and we all wanted the Giants to win that game? It's the same thing, but... We are seeing tanking live. Pretty much that was a live tanking effort right there. Jalen Hurts played decent, man. He didn't play great, uh, but he played decent. You know, he had 72 yards passing. He did have two rushing touchdowns. And I believe that if Jalen Hurts finished the game, it might have been a different game. It might have been, you know, Eagles probably would have taken the lead and then forced us to score either another field goal or another touchdown because Eagles went for it on that fourth down. They don't get it, right? Everybody's like, why not kick it to go 17-17? So, a lot happened this game. Um, you know, we didn't deserve to win this game, to be honest. Like, the way that Alex Smith moved around in the pocket, he took 32 attempts and only got 162 yards. Um, besides that one magical drive, the offense was real stagnant. They weren't moving the ball. So, I'm going to go through the game story in a minute, but um, I don't know how to feel about this win, man. A win is a win. Like Ron Rivera says, he's not going to apologize for this win. You know, Washington played a game, played very good defense, and they won the game. But it's the, the whole thing is about how they won the game. And then you have all these giant fans. They're pissed. Well, hey, had the Giants won seven games, they won't be in this situation, right? You got to win more than six games. I mean, you just, I mean, you're expecting and praying that you can make a playoff berth with six wins. Didn't happen. Washington came out, even though the game was handed to Washington. They win the game. Uh, they end the season seven and nine. 
Um, and they had a date with the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers next Saturday. That's going to be a tough game. We're also going to get into um, the preview for this next game. Uh, I mean, I got a lot on my mind, and I'm just trying to dissect how I'm going to deliver this information to you guys. So um, let's get it. So, guys, man, let's get into this game story, man. Uh, we got this win, but like I said, man, the win was a weird win. Um, but you know what, man? A win is a win. So the first possession, the Eagles get the ball uh, to uh, start the um, to start the game. Jalen Hurts incomplete pass. Jalen Hurts. Um, it was a roughing the passer by Cole Holcomb. So they get a first down. They're Philadelphia's forty-two at this point. Uh, Scott runs the ball for six yards. Scott runs the ball again for two yards, and then they got to the fifty-yard line. Couldn't do nothing else. Then they punted the ball to Washington. But here's the amazing thing. Washington gets the ball at the Washington's nine-yard line. So usually you think, okay, they pinned us inside the 10. We're not going to do anything. But this drive right here was amazing. So Alex Smith, man, short pass to Antonio Gibson for six yards. Next play, Antonio Gibson runs the ball for three yards. Next play, Peyton Barber gets his tough first down. And now it's first down at the Washington 21. Alex Smith short pass to Cam Sims for one yard. Next play, Antonio Gibson runs for one yard. The next play, uh, Alex Smith throws a pass to the middle to uh, J.D. McKissick for 10 yards. We're starting to generate something here. Now the ball is at the Washington's 33. Mind you, he started at the Washington 9. Antonio Gibson runs for uh, six yards. Next play, Cam Sims right in for 18 yards. Big, big, big play right here. Uh, very next play, Alex Smith uh, throws a uh, pass to uh, Logan Thomas for 18 yards. So we're starting to pick up some nice chunk plays, uh, play by play. So now we're at the Philadelphia 25-yard line. Um, Antonio Gibson runs for no gain. Alex Smith incomplete. At this point, it's third and 10 at the Philadelphia 25-yard line. What does Alex Smith do? Alex Smith throws a short pass to uh, Cam Sims, and he gains 16 yards. It's first and goal at the Philadelphia 9. Now, you notice that Washington is always good at running the ball into the end zone, and they have not been good at passing for touchdowns. So it's first and goal penalty. It's now first and goal again at the Philadelphia 4. Usually, this is where we run the ball, but Antonio Gibson tries to run the ball. I don't know what happened on that play. He loses six yards. We're now at the Philadelphia 10. I'm like, you know what? It's not looking like we're going to run this thing into the, into the end zone. So let's see what happens. Alex Smith short pass to Cam Sims for five yards. Um, then, the, then the next play, third and goal from the Philadelphia Five. Alex Smith throws a nice pass to Terry McLaurin. Touchdown. Terry finds the end zone. Amazing. Next possession for the Eagles. They're trying to do a little something with it. And uh, they throw the ball. Jalen Hurst throws the ball, and it's intercepted by Cam Carl. An amazing play. Um, defense was great. Defense forced a lot of pressure. So at this point, I'm like, man, the game could not have started any better for the Washington football team. Now, are we going to be able to go up 14-0? Let's see. So this particular drive, we're moving the ball. Negative three yards by J.D. McKissick. Uh, Terry McLaurin runs for six yards. We just continue to move the ball. Uh, the very next play, Alex Smith to uh, Terry McLaurin for five yards. We don't get the first down. It's fourth and two at the Philly 24. We kick a field goal. We're up 10-0. 
this is the first time that I'm feeling good about a game because usually we're losing in the first quarter. We're losing in the first half, regardless of the competition. It just happens, right? So this next possession for the Eagles, they, they get the ball at their uh, own 20. Um, Jalen Hurts throws a deep pass. Uh, it's, it's incomplete, but there's a defensive holding on Washington. So, you know, it's now first and 10 at the uh, Philadelphia 30. Bart Scott, no gain. Uh, Jalen Hurts, another penalty. Defensive pass interference. So the defense just kept giving these guys opportunities to move the ball. So now they're at the Washington 49. And, um, you know, uh, Fulgham caught a pass and ran for 15 yards into the first quarter. Started the second quarter, uh, Hurts scrambles up middle for nine yards. Uh, Hurts up the middle again for a yard. Hurts short pass to Bart Scott for nine yards. Uh, then Hurts is sacked by Chase Young. When we sack mobile quarterbacks, I get excited because mobile quarterbacks seem to do more damage to Washington than any other kind of quarterback, right? Um, so defensive penalty again, holding. Man, these guys get another first down. So that's three penalties on this drive, man. We're just shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, Bart Scott, eight yards. Uh, next play, Bart Scott, one yard. Um, now it's uh, third and one at the Washington six. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts runs it in, touchdown. I mean, like I said, we struggled with mobile quarterbacks. He got us there. The very next possession for the Washington uh, football team, they go four plays and punt the ball. Next possession for the Eagles. They get the ball. Jalen Hurts is moving the ball uh, to Ertz. He's moving the ball again to Ertz again. He's generating some kind of rhythm. 15 yards to Jalen Ragor. Um, then he, you know, um, Huntley runs the ball uh, for no gain. Next play, Jalen Hurts uh, for three yards. He runs for three yards. Uh, then Jalen Hurts throws a deep pass to J.J. Arciago-Whiteside. He's a guy that I've made fun of because he's done nothing since he's been in the league, but he killed us on that play. Cam Crawl makes a tackle. They're now first and goal at the Washington Six. Jalen Hurts, another touchdown run. So now the Eagles are up 14 to 10, and I'm like, uh-oh, here we go again. Um, Washington gets the ball, go three and out, they punt. Eagles get the ball, they go three and out, they punt. Um, then the next possession, Washington gets the ball. Um, Alex Smith is moving the ball. He throws to J.D. McKissick. Next pass is incomplete to J.D. McKissick. Next play is to Cam Sims uh, for 15 yards. Um, Alex Smith, another pass to Cam Sims for six yards. Alex Smith incomplete to Logan Thomas. There's, there's a penalty. Washington gets the first down. They're now at the Philadelphia 25-yard line. Alex Smith, short pass to Steven Sims for six yards. We call a timeout because it's 35 seconds left. Alex Smith, short pass to J.D. McKissick. He goes out of bounds uh, to save some clock. Um, then this play right here, we're at the Philly 13-yard uh, line. Logan Thomas catches a strike. I mean, an absolute strike from Alex Smith. It was a 13-yard touchdown. The ball was high. Logan Thomas jumps up and pinpoints it at its highest peak. And that's how the half ends. Washington has the lead. 17 to 14 going into a half. Okay, now I'm comfortable again. <laughs> then the third quarter starts three and out Washington. Three and out Eagles. Three and out Washington. Eagles go eight plays. They punt the ball. Right? Washington gets the ball. Alex Smith throws an interception. 
Um, he tried to hit J.D. McKissick. I don't know what happened, if McKissick slipped or whatever. But interception, then the Eagles get the ball. It's a total momentum uh, changer right here because the Eagles can go and either score or take the lead. They're at Washington 15, okay? Uh, they're moving the ball. Uh, Scott is running well. Two plays in a row. It's now first and goal at the Washington 5. Clement runs the ball for a yard. Jalen Hurts incomplete pass. Jalen Hurts incomplete pass again. It's fourth and four. These guys go for it. They go for it. They do not get it. Turnover on downs. Washington gets the ball at their four-yard line. And you're thinking, okay, maybe they can go and have another long drive. They don't get it. They do not get it. Alex Smith uh, uh, throws the ball to Terry McLaurin for 11 yards. A three-yard pass. I mean, three-yard run by Barber. Alex Smith again to Logan Thomas for six yards. Um, end of the third quarter. We're going into the fourth right now. It's, it's getting intense. It's getting crazy. Uh, Barber uh, runs the ball for three yards. Um, McLaurin, another short uh, completion to him. And then Washington punched the ball. So the Eagles get the ball. And I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on. By this time, they've been, they have benched Jalen Hurts, which is crazy to me. So it's like... It's like the Eagles did not want to win this game. They're like, hey, Washington, take this game. And then the football team was doing everything that they could to lose this game. So it was it was a crazy chess match. I didn't understand it. Everybody was confused. Um, on this particular drive, uh, Nate Suffield, who we drafted, um, the now plays for the Eagles, he threw an interception. Uh, Jeremy Reeves made a heck of a catch. Um, it was a beautiful interception by Reeves. So we get the ball, we're about to move the ball and gain some momentum, and then Alex Smith throws an interception. He throws an interception trying to throw the ball to Logan Thomas. So now the Eagles have the ball again, right? Eagles have the momentum. What happens next? The Eagles fumbled the ball. It was a, a center quarterback exchange. It didn't go well. The quarterback tries to pick it up, and I think Montez Sweat knocked it out of the quarterback's hand. Chase Young picks it up and runs. I'm telling you, when Chase Young picked up the ball, I thought he was going to take it to the house. That's just kind of how I felt about the whole situation. But, um, you know, we didn't gain anything out of that besides a field goal. Kick the field goal. Can't be mad. Eagles get the ball. They go six plays. They punt the ball. Washington gets the ball back. They go eight plays. They punt the ball. Um, Eagles try to make a last effort uh, um, attempt to take the lead and win the game. They don't do it. The football team wins this game. Like I said, it was a weird game. It was a game that nobody wanted to win. It felt like the football team didn't want to win. Alex Smith did not look good. I'm looking for a situation to where uh, Ron Rivera is saying that there's a situation to where he might alternate quarterbacks. To me personally, I've been saying this for the last uh, week or so, let Tyler Heineke play. He gives us a better chance um, of moving the offense. Probably gives us a better chance of winning the game. Everybody says Alex Smith is 5-1 as a starter this season. I understand it. But we've been winning the games just not because of Alex Smith. It's been a team win every single time. Now, the Pittsburgh game, I'll give it to Alex Smith. He played unbelievable. But with this recent injury, he just does not look good in that pocket. Um, you know, every time he gets hit, I cover my eyes. That hasn't changed. Um, so we'll see what happens uh, Sunday. As we approach the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, guys. So let's look at the box score. Let's see uh, what we did stat-wise. Um, talked about Alex Smith earlier. 
he didn't have a good game. Like I said, man, he 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 threw the ball 32 times, completed 22 of those, um, 5.1 yard per completion, 162 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He was sacked three times, lost 17 yards on those sacks. Um, Antonio Gibson ran the ball 19 times for 75 yards. As a team, we ran the ball for 103 yards rushing. That's not bad, but that's also not good. Gibson was 3.9 yards per carry. Um, I would love to see more out of Gibson. Uh, moving forward, man, um, we got to scheme it into, into these games. We got to figure out what can we do to get a running game uh, going, a consistent running game where we're getting about, you know, 4.5 to to five yards per carry that makes me more comfortable on the receiving side lots of short passes lots of screens lots of bubble stuff um cam sims had five receptions for 43 yards uh terry mclaurin had seven receptions for 40 logan thomas three for 37 jd mckissick five for 30 uh sims jr one for six gibson one for six um we did not lose any fumbles alex smith did fumble uh, Steve, uh, Steven Sims uh, fumbled again on a muffed punt. I'm getting sick and tired of that guy. Uh, John Bostic led us in tackles with eight tackles. Logan, um, not Logan Thomas. Uh, Holcomb had seven tackles. Um, Bostic had a sack. Sweat had a sack. Chase Young had a sack. We had three sacks. Um, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more sacks, especially when uh, Sudfeld came in, but... Um, it just is what it is. Uh, we did create constant pressure regardless of who the quarterback was. I think the defense played very well. Uh, the corners played well. Secondary played well. Uh, defense defense pretty much won us the game. Uh, Reeves got an interception, and Cam Crawl got us an interception. Washington football team fans, when was the last time we had our starting safeties both get an interception? That's a trivia question for you guys. When was the last time the football team or the Redskins had the starting safeties with one interception or more each uh, that game? Danny Johnson had a kickoff for 22 yards. Dustin Hopkins hit both field goals. Dustin Hopkins has been playing well off late. I think his job is safe. Uh, Tressway had six punts, one punt inside the 20. We look at the Eagles. Um, like I said, they had a lot of guys out. Um, Jalen Hurts threw the ball 20 times, completed only seven of those uh, passes for 72 yards. We did a great job against Jalen Hurts. Had an interception. Sudfield came in. He had an interception, threw the ball 12 times, completed five for 32 yards. Greg Ward had a trickery play. He had 15 yards. So we held them under 98 yards passing, which is amazing. Uh, then you got Bart Scott ran uh, 15 times for 65 yards. 4.3 per carry. So he had a better showing than than um, Antonio Gibson. But that's just what Jalen Hurts brings to the table because you never know when it's a designed run for Jalen Hurts. So that's always a threat for the defenses. Uh, Eagles ran the ball as a team for 118 yards. They outdid us there. Um, their top receiver was uh, J.J. Arciago-Whiteside. Two receptions for 40 yards. Um, also... Uh, Singleton had uh, 14 tackles uh, for these guys. I mean, we threw a lot of short passes, so Singleton was there just gobbling up tackles. He had a sack. Um, Jackson had a sack, and uh, Williams had a sack. So they had three sacks as well. They matched our effort defensively. They had two interceptions as well. Um, but 
like I said, man, this was a very weird game. Uh, I'm just glad that we came out on top. I mean, there were times when I felt like we could have lost the game, and that's just year 2020 for you. Year 2020 was a wild year. Um, anything can happen in year 2020. It's one of them years where you got to hold your breath, I mean, and not celebrate till you see zero, zero, zero on the clock. So, guys, let's look at how the football team did this year in terms of stats. And, you know, I'm going to give some awards. I think that the team's offensive MVP this season was Terry McLaurin. You look at what he's done this season. He had over 85 receptions. He had over 1,100 yards. He had four touchdowns. I believe in my heart that with a better quarterback or better quarterback play that Terry McLaurin hits 10 touchdowns this year. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, teams knew that Terry McLaurin was the only weapon for the Washington football team, right? But guess what? He continued to get open. He continued to find ways to get open. He didn't have a lot of drops. He had like maybe one drop. He had maybe one fumble and he never fumbles. Terry McLaurin was just that good, man. And, um, it was unfortunate that he didn't make the Pro Bowl team, but hopefully that hunger, that thirst to want to be better, that thirst to want to be one of the best in the league, that's going to push him to do better next season. I believe that Terry McLaurin is a top 10 uh, wide receiver in the league. Um, you know, of course, he has a lot of work to do, but let's see what he does with a good quarterback. He's had how many quarterbacks since he's been in the NFL? How many offensive coordinators since he's been in the NFL? So, yeah, Terry McLaurin is my offensive MVP for this squad. Uh, my defensive MVP for this squad is going to be a little different. A lot of guys are going to say Chase Young, and rightfully so. But I'm going to say Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat just continues to produce for this team. Montez Sweat has been amazing this year, okay? Montez Sweat continues to produce. Um, when you need a sack, when you need a big play, when Chase Young is being double team, triple team, Montez Sweat is a guy that's been consistent, man. When he's not getting sacks, he's batting down balls, he's getting interceptions, he's causing turnovers, he's, you know, he's creating havoc. Yes, Chase Young is great, rightfully so. But Montez Sweat is my defensive MVP. He's not getting a lot of respect out there. So I want to put some respect on Montez Sweat's name. Um, so yeah, he's my defensive MVP. He led the football team with nine sacks this season. So we look at other stats. Alex Smith had over 1,500 yards passing. He had six touchdowns, but he also had eight interceptions. You look at what the football team has done in terms of passing the ball as a team. They've thrown 16 touchdowns, but guess what? They've also thrown 16 INTs as well. Um, you look at a guy like Antonio Gibson. He, he, you know, had he stayed healthy, had he not missed all those games that he missed, who knows? He possibly could have gotten close to 1,000 yards, if not 1,000 yards. Um, he was right under 800 yards with 795 yards rushing. Um, he did have 11 touchdowns. That's big, especially for a rookie. He's only going to get better this season, so... I'm excited for what Antonio Gibson brings to the table, but I still feel like the football team needs an extra running back. You need another running back that's going to push Antonio Gibson um, to be better. You know, right now he doesn't have a lot of competition. So is this him? McKissick is out there. He's helping, but he's more so of a receiving back. Um, speaking of McKissick, um, I'm going to give out two awards. The, this award right here is called the Big Surprise Award. The Big Surprise Award goes to, 
I'm gonna give out several of these, but the big surprise award goes to JD McKissick. This guy had 80 receptions this year. Okay, he had just under 600 yards receiving. He had two receiving scores. He was second in the league when it comes to running back receptions. Second to Alvin Kamara. He was second in receiving yards for running backs. Second to Alvin Kamara. So that's amazing. He was a low-key sign-in by Ron Rivera. You got to trust Ron Rivera. You got to trust the process. Because when he brought in J.D. McKissick, people like me said he's not going to make the team. So Ron Rivera clearly knows what he's doing. He's bringing guys that are hungry. J.D. McKissick has earned himself a, a, a bigger contract. So has Logan Thomas. He's the other surprise guy. He wins the other surprise award. Logan Thomas had 72 receptions, 670 yards, and six scores. He had a, he had better numbers than Evan Ingram. I mean, you can't dispute that. He should have made the Pro Bowl team. He didn't. The Pro Bowl is a popularity contest. Um, another guy... He's not going to get an award, but Cam Sims stepped up this year. He had 477 yards. And mind you, with better quarterback play, he probably plays better. So got to give some respect to Cam Sims. He did his thing this season. I cannot dispute that. Um, he's a guy that has earned himself a roster spot next year. I was talking with my boy Phil from the Redskins Hub, and um, I was telling him, like, look, literally, there's no receiver on the team that has you know a roster spot next season besides terry mclaurin maybe agg because they just drafted him in the fourth round okay so that's two cam sims has locked up a spot that's three the other guys like isaiah wright and even kelvin Harmon coming off the injury he's gonna have every opportunity to make the team but do you remember the last time that we had a receiver that got hurt um robert davis he didn't even have an opportunity to make the team. So all I'm saying is the football team needs help at the wide receiver position. And I see them going via draft and going via free agency, bringing in two or three new guys to compete with the guys that are already on the team. So it's not a lock that, um, you know, guys don't come back. But I see uh, uh, Sims Jr. as a guy who's going to be a punt returner next season, special teams. And the way that he's been playing I'm not even sure if he deserves to be the punt returner slash kickoff, retu kickoff returner. Guys like Dontrell Inman, Foster, those guys are going to be off the team. Jeremy Sprinkle, he's going to be off the team. I see us adding to the tight end position. But Logan Thomas has earned his spot. Um, I'm very confident that he can be a tight end one if he continues to work on this game. But even if we bring in another tight end, a la Zach Ertz, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not saying we bring in Zach Ertz, but what I am saying is he will not be back with the Eagles. So a lot can happen between now and the offseason. Um, rookie, defensive rookie of the year for the team. I, the, the obvious is Chase Young. The obvious is Chase Young. You know, he, he's a pro bowler. So Chase Young gets no other award from me, but the defensive rookie for the team is Cam Carl. This guy was second in the team with tackles. He had 88 tackles. He had three interceptions. And mind you, and also that 76-yard touchdown. Uh, mind you, he has not been starting the whole year, you know. So what he's done in a limited amount of games have been amazing. 
You know, everybody's saying Jeremy Chin for rookie of the year. Cam Carl is the highest graded rookie safety this season. What a seventh round gem. And it'll be interesting to see what we do with Landon Collins next season. Cam Carl has played so well. Do you put Cam Carl at the free safety position? I don't know. Do you put uh, uh, Landon Collins as a outside linebacker? A hybrid linebacker? We don't know. But either way, Landon Collins is going to add to the team and not take away from the team. So, Cam Carl gets my award for Defensive Rookie of the Year for the team. Um, I could have gone the easy route and took Chase Young, but I'm going to go Cam Carl because uh, he needs uh, he needs some accolades. You know, um, another great pickup this year for the football team was uh, Darby. Ronald Darby played a heck of a year. Man, he had 55 tackles. Um, he def- uh, passed defend. Uh, he defended uh, 16 passes. Um, he didn't have any interceptions, but he played what you would call a lockdown corner role. Um, he did recover a, uh, a a fumble, but man. Ronald Darby, box office this season. Um, and he was another guy that I was wrong about. You know, Ron Rivera made all these pickups. Um, KPL. KPL came in fifth in tackles. You got to throw some respect on his name. Jonathan Allen had a good season this year. He had 63 tackles as a defensive tackle. He should have made the Pro Bowl. But, you know, it's a popularity contest. Um, Chase Young had 7.5 sacks. Kerrigan had 5.5 sacks. I mean, we had guys pitching in, getting sacks. John Bostic, you got to give him some respect. The dude had three sacks, man. You know, he played that middle linebacker position very well. You know, um, he'll go to stop the run, and on the way to stopping the run, he'll get after the quarterback. Every now and again, when they'll blitz, you know, he got some sacks. Uh, Cam Carl got a couple sacks. So I love the way that uh, Jack Del Rio was able to use uh, guys uh, this year. Um Deron Payne, he had three sacks, you know. Um, he had more sacks than Allen, but sometimes the sack numbers don't tell how great a player is. So I'm not going to look at the uh, sack numbers. You can go in later on, research, deep dive on, you know, different things that the team has done in terms of uh, creating pressure, you know, sack rate, you know, things like that. I mean, Tim Settle was a guy who came in on limited snaps and had five sacks. That's just a testament of who he's playing with, you know, um, Kerrigan. Kerrigan is a guy that I don't know if he comes back next season, but either way it goes, um, Kerrigan's my guy. He's forever a Redskin. He's forever a Washington football team legend. Um, had, a, had a great season coming off the bench for us with 5.5 sacks. You can't, you can't dispute that. Um, so those are my awards. I've kind of went through some of the stats. Um, Kendall Fuller led us with four uh, interceptions. Cam Carl had three. Amazing. Um, Cam Carl, man, he he's a ball hawking safety. Um, but you know, you know, it, it's hard to have a safety playing strong safety that gets a lot of interceptions. You know, Troy Palomalu was one of those kind of guys that can intercept the ball, play, you know, play some coverage, play in the box. So. Cam Carl is a, a similar safety to Troy Polamalu. I'm not saying that he's Troy Polamalu. I'm not saying that he's going to be better than Troy Polamalu. I'm not saying that he's not going to be better than Troy Polamalu. What I'm saying is that Cam Carl is a special talent, and to find him in the seventh round, you got to give Kyle Smith some uh, some credit, man. You got to give him some credit. 
Uh, the team played very well this year. Even though the Eagles gave us a game, like I've said before, um, we deserved to win this division. I think out of all the teams in the NFC East, the football team was clearly the best team, in my opinion. Okay? Um, and the defense is special. They're like top five in a lot of categories. Uh, Jack Del Rio with the addition of Cam Carl and uh, Chase Young really took this defense to a whole nother level. And mind you, like I said, Landon Collins is uh, gone for the year. Matt Idonis is gone for the year. And those are two big pieces that you're going to be adding back to this team next year. So definitely got to bring Darby back, keep our secondary together. They did a pretty good job. If they want to upgrade it, upgrade it, bring in the uh, guys that fit the system. If we can't resign Darby because Darby has played himself into a nice contract. I mean, it just is what it is. Um, hopefully he's back with the team. If not, like I said, hopefully we find somebody who's going to, uh, you know, add to this team. Also, since we're talking about things that could happen in the future, it seems like we're probably going to have the 19th pick, maybe um, a pick in the 20s if we win this weekend, which I'm about to get into. Um, but either way it goes, um, I like the possibilities of what we can do at 19. If Devontae Smith from Alabama falls, oh my, I'll be excited. I've been looking at Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore, the, the guy is amazing. You know, um, I want a receiver or if that tackle from Virginia State is there. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech. If he's there, you grab him. So I'm happy with a tackle. I'm happy with a wide receiver, even a linebacker. If it's the right linebacker. So a lot can happen at 19 or 20 something. There's a possibility where the football team trades back, just depending on what's out there. So I'm excited for the draft. But most importantly, let's dive into this matchup versus the Bucks. The Bucks have a great team. The Bucks are a team that can lose in the first round, but also a team that can go all the way to the Super Bowl and compete and possibly win it all. So the Bucks. When you look at the Bucks, you look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady is 43 years old. Tom Brady is not as mobile as a lot of these quarterbacks that have, that have given us uh, problems this year. They have some good talent on that offensive line. You got Donovan Smith, and then you have um, the young rookie. I can't think of his name right now that they drafted. So it's going to be our defensive line versus the Bucks' offensive line. They got some talent on that offensive line. And we got some pretty good talent on this defensive line. Keys to the game. The football team has to score 24 points to have a chance at winning this game. If we don't score points, we're not going to win. Or you're going to have to shut down the Bucs completely. Like when I say completely, you're going to have to keep the Bucs under 20 points. And I don't know if that's going to be possible with all the experience that Tom Brady has. Um, Chase Young said he wants Tom Brady. I'm saying I want Tom Brady. Um, I'm not shying away from Tom Brady because Tom Brady is the quarterback that I wanted to face. It was either Tom Brady or Jared Goff. But the way that the whole thing was set up, we didn't get Jared Goff. And Jared Goff might not even be available. So maybe we had a chance to beat um, the Rams with no Jared Goff. You know, that would have been a possibility. Even though they have a good defense, we got a good defense. But it's like the quarterbacks that are mobile are the ones that give us the most problems. So when you see a Tom Brady... 
He can throw the ball. And he's kind of like a Ben Roethlisberger, but a, a lot better, okay? I say Ben Roethlisberger because these are the two quarterbacks in the league, including Drew Brees, that get the ball out of their hands quick. They love short passes, short passes. That's how they move the ball. And, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a guy like uh, uh, Mike Evans who may or may not play, but you got Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin, magnificent wide receivers. Then you have a Ron, uh, 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 Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski is one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. And all the experience that Tom Brady and Gronkowski have, it can be a field day for them. So the linebacker is going to have to play well, right? You're going to have to get after the quarterback. I think if the football team has a chance to win this game, they'll have to sack Tom Brady six times. No questions asked about it. Six is the number. You get six sacks, you got a chance of winning. You score 24 points, you got a chance of winning. You keep Tampa Bay under 20 points, you got a chance of winning. Now, the chances of all three things happening at the same time, I don't I, I don't see that happening. At the end of the day, it, it is Tom Brady. It is one of, one of the best, if not the best, quarterback to ever do it. He's the Michael Jordan of quarterbacks. He's the Michael Jordan of the NFL. You know, he has six rings. You don't get six rings just by just lollygagging around. You get six wins by grinding, doing the daily uh, disciplines, the things that you need to do to become one of the best of the best. And that's who Tom Brady is. Make no mistakes about it. So, like I said, in order to win this game, you got to go after Tom Brady. If you go after Tom Brady, then you're pretty much going to contain the wide receivers. Make this into a field goal kicking contest. Get tough when you get into the red zone. When you get into the red zone, you're going to have to contain Rob Gronkowski. Is a lot of uh, moving parts that you gotta uh, try to contain. How do you do it? You just gotta pray. <laughs> you gotta pray. You gotta get out there and just hope for the best. But the good thing is, you're in the playoffs, and when you're in the playoffs, um, it's a new season. So, you know, the Bucks can talk about be you know, you know, like they're the Bucks and their fans are talking so much trash right now. They're like, you know, Chase Young. They're picking on Chase Young right now. They're, you know, they're saying, be careful what you wish for and this and that. But you know what? This is what we want. This is this is who we want. You know, when you get into the playoffs, all you need is a chance. And the Bucks, look, the Bucks do not want to see this defense. You know, they could have played the Bears. You know, they could have played uh, uh, the Rams or. You know, Seattle, who has a piss poor defense. So at the same time that we might not want to see Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady does not want to see us. We're going to send the pass rush. Um, we're going to force him to to be uncomfortable. And I, I like our chances. If we can score, if we can move the ball, I believe that Tyler Heineke should be the starting quarterback. But a lot of people are saying Alex Smith, the nation and the country is behind Alex Smith. I get all that. But if he's not able to move around, because the Bucks defense is no chump. You know, you got two pass rushers out there in Barrett and uh, JPP. And then you got, uh, I don't know if White is playing, Devin White. He's been a very good um, linebacker this year. He has nine plus sacks. So they have three guys with over eight sacks. So they're not an easy team. You know, they, then you got Winfield in the back end. Very good safety. One of the best uh, rookie safeties. But, of course, we have the best rookie safety this year. But I say all this to say that the Bucks do have a pretty good defense. 
They, they have a pretty good pass rush. And we just got to play tough. We got to match them. Points for points. Like I said, the key is scoring. If we can get to 24, that'll be a miracle. If we can get 24, we definitely have a chance. I like our chances of keeping the Bucks under 24 points. So who knows? It might come down to a situation where you need a field goal. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, let's see what happens. Um, hail to the Washington football team. Uh, man, 2020 was a tough year from the name change to Ron Rivera, uh, Trent Williams, Chase Young being drafted, Dwayne Haskins being uh, released, Darius Geis being released. I mean, Dunbar being traded and then, you know, that whole ordeal. So a lot happened in 2020. The team overcame everything to win seven games and to be NFC East champions. That's a great accomplishment, regardless of how we got it. We deserve this. Like Ron Rivera said, he's not going to apologize for winning. If the Eagles are going to give us the game, we're going to take it. And we're going to go out there and maximize our opportunity come Saturday versus the Bucks. So like I said, it was a tough year. Uh, the name change. The Washington Post article. So much happened. Look, it was draining being a football team fan. Uh, it wasn't fun at times. But guess what? We get to rejoice. Last time we were in the playoffs was 2015. It is 2020-21, and we're back in the playoffs. Uh, let's maximize it. Let's see if Chase Young can give us some Sean Taylor-type magic in the playoffs versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. Appreciate you guys for listening. Please subscribe, uh, uh, share, rate on Apple. Um, I love you guys, and y'all stay safe. I'm out. <laughs>